now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. Mike Calk, the show, it's 1025 The Bone. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, Uber Eats, good delivery. We weren't missing anything. Thank God. Thank you, Uber Eats. Thank you, Asmus. I don't remember. Asmus. I got to get her name. Thank you, Asblood. I don't know. Once your order's done. <laughs> yeah, you have to get your receipts. Yeah, that's difficult to do. I had uh, an Uber Eats driver who, uh, oh, you said Spanish. You said that you had a smoke show show up and give Twice you. Twice now. Oh, Uber really? Yeah. Uh, the day after you said that, I had a crazy Bon Jovi girl. Oh, yeah. It, 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 I mean, she was, I was like, what is going on? I mean, I don't meet him at the door or anything. Just the picture, I was like, oh. oh. Crazy yeah. Bon Jovi. Yeah. Big fake eyelashes and stuff. We had I, one recently that I, I, I had the one smoke show from months ago. Then we got back from the cruise, and I ordered food that when we were off. And I literally went into the room and looked at Joe's on the couch. I go, dude, you got to see this. <laughs> and I was like, hello. Oh, yeah. Asmita. Yeah. Thank you, Asmita. Uh, I had got Uber Eats the other day, and my son was coming home from work. And he was like, hey, do you order food? And I go, yeah, can you grab it for me? And I go, sorry, I didn't think you were going to be home for a couple hours and stuff. And he goes, oh, that's fine. I ordered some, too. And I'm like, oh, uh, Jesus, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Oh, man. Right. Don't worry, my $58 sandwich yeah, is on yeah. its way, too. So your son drove home and passed all these places. <laughs> he dro- then that's delivered. what I said yeah. to him. I go, why didn't you? He goes, because I wanted to come home. <laughs> hey, he's paying for it himself, though. He's paying for it himself. But. Hey, uh, this month, Shark Coach Tactical is giving away a $3,800 SCAR-17. And all you have to do to enter the raffle is sign up for the Shark Club uh, this April. You can find that at SharkCoastTactical.com. And uh, Shark Coast Tactical Club is your hookup for access to special deals. And right now, you can get on there. It's better than ever than it was before. You can sign up for uh, the Shark Club membership and get better deals, access to incredible monthly giveaways, amazing products. They'll notify you of whenever Will goes online. And uh, and they're giving away the SCAR-17. That's a $3,800 gun. Spanish, you should enter this. Uh, I would love to enter that. The last thing you should have is a SCAR. (laughs) Uh, If if you like the SCAR and you're interested in getting one, you can get it for free. Just simply go to SharkCoastTactical.com, sign up for their uh, monthly Shark Club, and enter to win. And if you get an opportunity, stop by and see them. They're on Bee Ridge Road in Sarasota. We're maybe Spanish, maybe. I would love to. Well, because we're talking about going to see Carlos Mencia yeah. in Sarasota. Maybe we do the Shark Coast Tactical Day Trip. Then we do Cafe Barboso dinner. And then we do Carlos Mencia at night. Literally nothing would make me happier. I've just been at the house every week. When I say recently. we, I mean me and my buddies. Damn it. Yeah, uh, but that is that's uh, seriously, though, a, a possibility for Friday. Ah, I'm in. All right, all right. I'm in 100%. All right. That's something to think about yeah. there. Uh, SharkCoastTactical.com. Go there and check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, it is somewhat late because we had a lot of things to talk about, but it is time to check in with Galvin. He has a brand new open letter. And now, an open letter from Galvin. This is an open letter to people that are too gullible to live. Dear people that are too gullible to live. Seriously? And because you are so gullible, let me say it again. I'm being serious. (laughs) There's a lot of fake news out there and people don't know what to believe. But I'm not even talking about that. I saw yesterday a video 
making the rounds where a mother was on a stepladder painting her living room when her kid shoots her in the ass with a Nerf gun and the lady falls backwards onto the couch and the whole tray of white paint spills all over her face. Everybody see that? Yeah. Yeah. Funny, kind of. But the first comment is, I can't believe how crazy this is. Don't. Don't believe it because it is fake. That is a setup video. Want me to prove it to you? First off, Thank God the camera was not only recording, but also perfectly positioned to catch all the action. The lady painting, the kid shooting, the woman falling, all the action was perfectly filmed as if John Woo himself set the camera up. (laughs) Then you have the sofa that the lady landed on and for some reason was not covered with a sheet, even though she was painting right next to it. Still don't believe me? The video is fake. And this is my aha moment. It was a lady painting the wall. Fake. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who's going to let a lady paint the wall? Come on. (laughs) April Fool's, YouTube videos, memes, The Onion. How are you people getting fooled so easily? Next time you see something that is unbelievable, stop for a second and think, maybe because it is unbelievable because it isn't real. Our work sends us emails that are meant to trick us. The sole purpose of these emails is to see if we'll open them, and then it goes, ha-ha, we got you, to teach us that we're idiots and we're opening a possible scam email. You know what it's taught me? To never open any work emails. So too bad I missed your birthday, Dave, and no baby (laughs) shower present for you, Sheila. And if we're being honest, I don't know who Dave is or who Sheila is, and they weren't getting a present from me anyways, but now I have a great excuse. I'm Galvin from the Mike Kelta Show, and this has been an open letter to people that are too gullible to live. Yeah, there's a lot. There really is a lot. Oh, um, slow down over there, Oasis. Okay, I have two things. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so one, because you just mentioned the email, the email uh, that we're supposed to do, is that real? Because I saw Mike message mm. Jason about it. Yes. That's real. Yes. It is real. Yeah. Okay, I so, don't believe you. I don't <laughs> yeah, right? Yep. Well, it says it needs to be done by Friday. So I was just like, I don't know what to do because no one ever messaged you back. <laughs> and so I didn't know if it was a scam or not. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's probably a scam, but it's real. <laughs> okay. And then two, I had three people yesterday come up and congratulate me. Uh-huh. One, two at the gym and then one in my apartment complex. And I goes, oh, no, it was an April Fool. And all of them go, oh, man, were they being mean? <laughs> Because why, they thought, why would that be mean? Well, they thought like Chad like pretend proposed to me. Oh, they didn't know that you were the one that did the whole right, April I'm Fool's. the jerk. Yeah, 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 and that's why I said I was like, oh no, no, it was just Mike, and they're like, oh okay, so you're cool with that? I was like, yeah, I don't want to get married, and they're like, oh okay, good, good, good. I mean, I think you do a little bit. No, I think if Chad proposed, you'd be like, oh my god, I was married. Yeah, of course I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. yeah, I'm going to say yes because I love him, but I don't need or want that mm-hmm. myself personally. How old are you? 32. <laughs> Marriage is stupid. It, yeah, listen, that's you know a good what? argument. As a, as a married yeah. guy fighting with his wife right now, I agree with you. But yeah. I mean, just marriage in general. Like, it doesn't My wife stand for what it used to. Instead of we friends or enemies today, I, go, I don't know. Are you still going to be mean? And she said, no, so we're fine. Hmm. Um, listen, I, I'm telling you, as I get older, I appreciate my wife more. Yeah, but you uh, have to be married to appreciate her. I'm yes. the opposite. As I get older, I appreciate my wife less. As I get older, I appreciate Gio's wife more. I yes. can't wait to get married. No, listen to me. I, I find that my wife is more and more my best friend. We've grown older together. We will grow old together. 
we rely on each other, we support each other, and I'm not saying that wouldn't happen if you weren't married, but we made a commitment to be married, Mm -hmm. and we're in that Mm -hmm. commitment. Right, but like you said, you could do all of those things without making that, without getting married. Yeah, I I mean, you can. You absolutely can. And I'm not saying that you should get married either. I don't really... Marriage is a government, government and religious bond. Exactly. So it's, it's up to you. I, I you know, I, nobody looks at kids who are um, born out of wedlock and go, oh, my God. How could you? Nobody cares. You know, it, plenty Bastards. Of people are, yeah. <laughs> plenty of people are married now, but had their kids years before they got married. And I don't I don't really think it matters. I think it matters that both the parents, whether together or separately, are present in the kid's life. And that's it. When I got when uh, I was dating my wife, she threatened to leave unless we got married. Oh, that's oh good. really? Yeah. 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 A lot was, of them do that. It was very I, much a, a like, what them. are we doing here? We need to decide. If we, you know, we want to go forward or we're just going to go our separate so ways. She negotiated you into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but you guys are of an older generation because I'm, I think, at the tail end of that. Probably, you know, where you get five years under your belt and then the girl starts going. What are we doing? Yeah, because we've been together for a while. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to move on with my life if I don't want to get married. And I was like, oh. But that's what she knew what she wanted. She knew she wanted to get married. I felt a little pressure because my brother, my younger brother, was getting ready to get married for the second time. His first marriage was successful. His wife passed away. And then he had met another girl that uh, he fell in love with. And they were going to get married. And my wife's like, your brother's on number two. And we're not even scratching number one. Oh, "Oh, yeah. yeah. She didn't. She didn't say it like that, but it was it was, it was obvious. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> her parents one time, her mother gave me the, well, what are we waiting for speech? And I was like, that's kind of, that's kind of mean, uh, because I wanted to be like, well, to be honest with you, I don't know if we're sexually compatible yet. Wait, I like yeah. to do dirty things that she's not quite into, and I need to see if I can live like yeah. that for the rest of my life. So, uh, let's, let's wait, you know, but I thought, no, it's probably better not to answer that question. Than yeah. Just, oh, you know. Um, but my father-in-law gave me the best piece of advice. My father-in-law is the one who made me want to get married. He asked me kind of like, what's your plan? What do you plan on doing? And I said, well, we d- I definitely want to marry Amanda. I said, but not right now. And he goes, well, when? Because we'd been together for a while. And I said, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have the great job that I want. I, I, am, uh, I had a good job. Then I got fired. Now I have a mediocre job. I don't know what the potential is for the future. I don't know if I have enough money to support a family. And he looked at me and he said, you will never feel like now is the right time. I said, what do you mean? He goes, no matter what your situation is, you will always feel like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And he's like, if you want to get married, now is the time to do it. Then you deal with the other stuff. And I was like, he's right. I'm never going to be satisfied. So uh, he was right. And I actually... Talked to John Brennan about that one time. When John Brennan, I said, "You're never gonna feel comfortable with what you just got to do it. If you want to do it, just do it. And then you deal with it." And that's the best one of the best pieces of advice that I ever got <clears throat> from my uh, good from advice. anybody. Yeah, yeah. that. And when my father told me, uh, you know, you got to punch a guy to really get the yeah. message across. Wait, yeah. <laughs> if you can threaten him all you want, but until you hit him, he's not really. Gonna if you want to marry him, you got to punch him. You got to punch a guy. <laughs> I gave myself advice, and my advice was, who do you think you are? (laughs) Because, you know, I was dating my wife, and she already had a son, and I'm like, I don't know if I, you know, what am I doing, and I'm going to have a family, and this and that, whatever, and then I just went, who who are you? Yeah. Who do you think you are? You something special over Uh, here. You know, I was like, yeah, all right. Calvin gave himself the best best advice ever. Yeah. 
He said, I'm never buying a house. I'm yep. never getting married. Yep. I'm never having kids. Yep. I'm never, never, never. And they did all of those things perfectly. <laughs> did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's true. And not even like, uh, oh, uh, yeah, I get married. He went and got a, a girlfriend, got a got a wife, got a kid, got a house, and did everything the right way. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I always say never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carmen, I, I think, is going to have a good wedding one day. Yeah. I think, I think sure, so it'll too. be fun. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think necessarily you feel like you have to. I just think you're going to get to a point where you're like, we should probably get married. Yeah. Will I, you be upset if Chad never proposes to you? No. Uh, it does help with taxes, Carmen. Yeah. So that what would be that? well. That would be the only thing. But like right now, it would not in our in our situation. Okay. All right. It wouldn't. You. But like you know what I mean. So like down the road, yes, it could. But technically, right now for us, it would mm-hmm. not help the situation. But if it ever did, or if he ever needed like health benefits or something like that, like insurance, right. that, that would be another reason. Mm. Does one or the other have a lot of debt? They're, they'd be bringing to Ooh, the relationship. Do we know oh. that Chad isn't bringing the debt in? He does. Why he said you because he's black. Of course. No, he has debt, but from school. Yeah. 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 So, Who doesn't? He has so much, I don't. He has, he has so much debt, they took his eyebrows. No. Oh, man. Not they true. took my eyebrows, Charlie. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> they took my eyebrows. <laughs> First, you take your eyebrows. Yeah. Next. Yeah. <laughs> a buddy of mine was, was going to marry his girlfriend for like seven years. And she told him no because he had too much debt. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah, too much. Smart. Yeah, she's like, no, I don't want to get married because you've got weight. And it was saying he had like he was way, you know, a ton of student loans that he had racked up yeah. and stuff. And she's like, no, she's like, you, I've got good credit. You'd ruin everything. Yeah. And they broke up. They oh, broke wow. up because of that. They broke up because of that. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I've got. So she's involved. planning her life. Yeah. She's yeah. like, if you ever, if you can ever get your debt in, on, you know, in order. But I mean, time, you could stay up. together and just not get married. Yeah, I mean, at yeah, the time but she was, still had to deal with his responsibility. He was living in her house that she bought and everything. Oh. But, but that's also for. that's also a Very bit of an indicator of how you live and what your priorities yeah. are. And you know, uh, that person may not be good with money. And you know, if you're going into a partnership, you want somebody who either is going to stay out of it or yeah. you know contribute to it. The crazy thing, he's an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. He, he just racked up a ton of student debt yeah. when he was going through college. Good with numbers, terrible yeah. as mine. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you, this has nothing to do with uh, debt or marriage. It's a funny story you made me think of when you said that she owned the house. I knew a girl, and I hope she's listening to the show. I knew a girl who was married, got divorced from her husband. He started dating another person. And I think he may have even married that person. She went out one night, got really drunk, drove to the wrong house, went to her old house, used her key, walked in, and got in bed with the husband and the new wife. Oh, how funny is that? That's pretty good. <laughs> Sounds great. At first, if I'm a husband, at first I go, "So what's up?" This yeah, is yeah. I try to work some sort of angle. finally. Yeah, and then and then if my current wife says no, I go, "What intruder? Shooter?" Yeah. You know? <laughs> but at the first, I go, "Hey, you guys, down with this? I mean, we're here now. What's going on?" Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that isn't that nuts? That's a true story. That's like something you read about and you go, Did that really happen? That's yeah, a true right? story. Or how about the people who get divorced and then one of them wins the lottery? Oh, oh yeah. That, oh. Dude, that guy remember that guy called him to the show? Yeah, yeah. And he he comes up to me every once in a while and he's like, Hey, remember me? I'm the guy who went live. I'm like, God bless you, sir. Yeah. God bless you. That's gotta be I mean, especially if it's a bad divorce and stuff, which yeah. you know, most are. Yeah. yeah. Right. If it's a bad divorce and you have bitter feelings and stuff, and you're like I divorced you, and then I won the lottery. <laughs> beep, beep, boop. This is my new song, and I'm going to record it with Def Jam Records because Wait, I have what? so much money that I can do whatever I want. I uh, thought about the other day, we were at the Lightning Game, and I bought the Steve Stamkos 91 uh, numbers for $40 special on uh, the 50-50. Yeah. And the 50-50 in the first period was already up to like twenty five grand. I was like, yeah, I'll get it on this action. 
And I thought, if I win, Mm-mm. do I tell my wife? Oh. Like, if I, I have 91 chances to win. You do not. I do not. Right? I got to go to the bathroom. No. Yeah. I'll yeah. be right back. <laughs> <laughs> you check the numbers when you get home. You my wife goes, you're screaming out in the hall. I go, no, I didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah. no, I had a really good uh, bathroom visit. No, that's that's money <laughs> off the grid. So let's say I climbed up to 50 grand. I got 25 grand. That is definitely off-grid money. Yeah. Then I probably buy her a present just because I feel guilty. And I go, no, hey. Don't even do that. Yeah, yeah that's you. tipping your hand a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, if I buy her a Rolex or something, if I come home with some new Buff City soap balls and I go, <laughs> hey, I scented your balls. Yeah. You know, go go ahead and enjoy that. No, just you, to be nice. Don't do anything that uh, be, could uh, determine. Don't buy it. Like in Goodfellas? Yeah. Like don't buy it. Take it back. No minks, no no Cadillacs, no nothing. Yeah. It's in her name. Yeah. What? What'd you say? What? Yeah, it's the scariest, scariest. You just know you're dead at that point. Dude, uh, speaking of Goodfellas, I was watching a thing and they were talking about Martin Scorsese and about how good he is and how he has the film in his head already type of thing. You know the scene in Goodfellas when they show De Niro and he knows that he's going to kill Morty. That he's, er, yes. uh, yeah, yeah that the wig guy. Yeah, and he's at the bar and it's... Um, then Morty makes him laugh. Yeah, but it's the the cream music. Yeah, and it goes to him and he like mm-hmm. looks and he's smoking the cigarette mm-hmm. and he kind of flares his eyes mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, the guy who was working with, uh, with Martin Scorsese, he was transcribing the stuff. And Martin Scorsese, he's talking, and then De Niro's there, and he goes, uh, write cream, put cream, write cream down. Mm. And he goes, cream, and he goes, just write it down, just write it down there. He goes, as he's telling the story, he has the music in his head of what he's going to use and stuff. Hell yeah. And he said it just works so perfect. Very pivotal in, in Scorsese yeah. movies. Sure. Like they, they really pay attention to that stuff. Um, I, I was reading a story essay, so this whole thing spawned off this, this Italian website that I follow did a, a most iconic Italian bracket. I saw that. And I got to tell you. Let me run it by you. Okay, I'll run it by you. I'll see what you think. Immediately, when I read the title, I thought most iconic. And it wound up being. What I said or no? Yeah, because. But it's, uh, but it's got, I got to tell you, it was pretty tough. So I'll, I'll give you the choices. And I would have taken another one over one of the ones that you said. Okay. All right. So uh, on the left-hand side of the bracket, it starts out with. All right. So Spanish, will you write these down? Yes. Just Just the winners. You ready? So Bocelli. Uh, versus Cabrini, Mother Cabrini versus Andrea Bocelli. I are those the winners? No, those, those no. are the two against each other. So who do you think would win from that? I would say, I would say Bocelli. Okay, yeah. All right. Then you got Pavarotti versus Padre Pio. I say Pavarotti. Pavarotti. Yep. Michelangelo versus Sophia Loren. We all love Sophia, but Michelangelo yeah. more iconic. More iconic. Yeah. Da Vinci versus Buffon, Da Vinci, Da Vinci for sure. Yes. So now we have uh, what we have. We have Bocelli versus Pavarotti. Mm-hmm. Pavarotti. Pavarotti. Wins yes. Then you have Michelangelo versus Da Vinci. Michelangelo wins. I would have gone Da Vinci. Da Vinci. I would have gone Da Vinci. But, but more iconic. I maybe Da Vinci might have been more important to science and society, but Michelangelo, I think, more iconic. Yes, but I think, in my opinion, I I go Da Vinci okay. on that one. But that was so you know. Then I went. Uh, then what was it? What were the last two? So you had uh, Michelangelo versus Pavarotti, and Michelangelo right. wins that side. Now the other side, Frank Sinatra versus Marissa Tomei. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, Dean Martin versus Louis Prima. I pick Louis Prima. Really? He's Italian. Dean Martin didn't. It was like hey, a fake Italian. Yeah. Uh, then Scorsese versus De Niro, and I said De Niro. And Pacino versus Pesci, I say Pacino. But then when it all breaks down to it, nobody's cooler than Sinatra on right. that side. Right. And then and then Sinatra it came down to Sinatra versus Michelangelo, and I still 
pick Sinatra. Sinatra. Yeah. Because as soon as I read the most iconic Italian, Sinatra. Sinatra. Yeah. That's it. I mean, that's that okay. what you immediately go to. It was it was tough though. I mean, you had to break a lot of things down. But um, but uh, I read an article last night as a result of of that thing that were movie roles that Pacino turned down. Yeah. And I know we love that. I love that. Love that. I I have to say though, some of them I'm so glad he turned down. Die Hard. Um. Well, uh, Die Hard. Remember, we talked about was all to be the Sinatra. Yeah. Sinatra, yeah. Uh, but but uh, Die Hard, um, uh, Pretty Woman. You know, I just I think of all these roles that Pacino turned down after the, after The Godfather and through the eighties. I could see Pacino and Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman, maybe. Yeah. But is he a hoo ha Pacino? Yeah. You know no, what I mean? No. He's a little, you know, because he, he was younger. And if you can get a little Michael Corleone, yeah, that would have been pretty good. I chose you to be mm-hmm. my wife. You know, mm-hmm. that would have been pretty cool. Now no. Scarface ruined his act because ever since Scarface, he I feel like he overacted a whole bunch. Even garbage. scent of a woman, yeah. The movies, I I don't like anything about Scarface. I used to like it when Too I was violent. younger. Yeah, now it's hard to watch. I like, I like Scarface, and I know that he does the overacting. But that's kind of Pacino, and the accent wasn't very good and stuff. But I thought it was good, and I liked his uh, his one guy. Where what, what are you doing, the lizard face? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> doing all that stuff. That guy's funny. Like yeah. a lizard. And uh, and what's his name? Uh, uh, the older guy, the, yeah, the guy Robert Loggia, yeah, Loggia, yeah, he's, he's great. great. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Matrantonio, like, I just didn't like the movie. I didn't, I didn't. It was too violent for me. The whole chainsaw like in the part. shower thing, yeah, that's uh, at the very beginning too. Yeah, I don't like any of that stuff. It just never did. I love the fact that uh, I love Godfather. Godfather has minimum amounts of, of violence just when it's necessary, but mm-hmm. yet it's implied in everything. Yeah, yeah. I, that that was you know that was the whole reason why they were so afraid of the Cubans coming in because it was a lot of sure. ex criminals. That and whole Mario Boleft, yeah. right? That, I mean, do you know about that? That was when Muriel. Castro. What was it? Muriel. Muriel. Yeah. That was when Castro was like, uh, "Oh, you want you want to have the Cubans over there?" And they emptied the prisons and sent yeah. them all yeah. over here. Sure, that was a bit. That's a the real story is scarier than the uh, yeah, the, movie. the movie. But I just didn't. I just I don't know. It didn't ring with me. I didn't like it. I didn't like to see Pacino as anything else. And uh, I just never liked yeah. it. I don't watch it when it's on. I I will tell you. I don't know what it is that makes my wife angry, like fi- like physically angry when I'm watching The Godfather. <laughs> she because really, you watch it for a thousand. I know, times. but she but I, she just comes in. And she goes, "Just I can't." I go, and she gets mad. I go, "What?" It's not like we don't have thirteen other TVs. Go in another yeah. room. I watch, for me. When I watch Wolf of Wall Street, that's mine too. Yeah. She get, my wife gets mad about that. Yeah. She's like, that's, "Oh, again." My wife laughed because she came in. and I go, "Yes, it's on." I've been watching Maverick every time it's on. Oh, Top Gun Maverick, yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah. And not I saw, I saw a thing with Miles Teller. They asked him to, to think that uh, Tom Cruise got snubbed uh, for the Oscars, and he goes, "Absolutely." He goes, yeah, "I mean, he goes, we reward people for their dedication and for what they do and all that." And he goes, "It's unbelievable how this." This guy is dedicated to this and all the stunts that he does and everything that he go that goes into that character. Yeah. It is a great movie. Yeah. It's a gr- brought, it really is a great movie. He brought people back to the movie theaters yep. when nobody was going. Maverick is what brought people back to the movie. And theater. there's not a downtown no. downtown no, in there. No. It's awesome. No. And like you said before, the love story even works yeah. fine yeah. with that. She's and, age appropriate yeah. and everything, you know. Originally they were gonna release that just on streaming, and I know oh, I read so that Tom Cruise fought to yeah. keep it only in well, theaters and first. They, they can't get uh, nominated if yeah. it's only streaming. Yeah. Also, um, the yeah, yet yeah, they'll they'll change. Yeah, that. I'm sure. The other thing is is that the the first time we bought a surround sound system, we put Top Gun oh, on. Yeah. So if you're gonna go see it, you got to go see it in a the theater. I mean, I'm glad. I don't mind going to theater every once in a while, especially when we can buy out the theater. You know. Oh, by the way, I got to work on that Spanish. For I want to buy a theater out for Bert's premiere. 
Um, I want to, no, seriously, I want to buy a theater out and have a private showing of, of Burt's okay. uh, movie. Yeah, we us. have to. Uh, speaking of movies, uh, out today is uh, Air, the uh, oh, that Jordan today? movie. Oh, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Huh? That is out today. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind going to seeing that. Oh, no, no, no. Movie it's movie theaters, I oh, believe. Geez. Right? Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I know, but I want to go. I, like, I want to watch it today, and yeah. I can't go to the movies today. It says right. it's released in theaters today. The Amazon title given, blah, 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 blah. Come uh, oh, on. Yeah, it just says, yeah, that it's out today. You think it'll be today. on that streaming thing by the end of the day? Mm, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they they don't not. Yeah, they don't do, like, Listen, the old worked, one used to do the bootleg yeah. movies. When I worked in the uh, movie theater, Back in the day, it was just Roz, the um, the movie theater guy, the the what do they call it, the projectionist. Okay. So, I, my father in law was a projectionist too. That's all, it, and it was just him upstairs. That dude could have been bootlegging movies. He could have set up a tripod. He could have just dubbed it off on something. That would have been great. We didn't have that technology though, nor did we have a, a place to sell them at the time. You know, <laughs> whatever. All right, we got to take a break. Let me grab some of these phone calls. These people have been holding forever. Mike Cal, the show though. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Hi. Um, are you guys getting ready to leave? Yes, goodbye. Mike Held the show, good morning. Hey, what's up, Mike Held the show? Mike Held the show, hello. <laughs> hello, sir. I was hoping to hold for a game. All right, I'll put you on hold, sir. Uh, Carmen was right. I yeah. apologize to Carmen. I'm sorry, Carmen. I got one more, though. Hello, Mike Held the show. Good morning. My name's Josh. I'm also holding for All right, hold on. But wait, what, is Medicine Man on line too? Yeah. Medicine Man. Hey, what's up, Mike Calder? I'll call back later. Bye. There we go. I don't free that lineup. All right. Now the phone lines are open. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. We'll take a quick break and we'll play uh, Guess Who's Tweet when we come back. It's the Mike Calder Show. This is 1025 The Bone. You're listening to Tampa Bay's most listened to morning show, The Mike Calter Show on 1025 The Bone. And now, another bone traffic update from the Safe Touch Security Traffic.